What's up, Internet? Welcome to Legacy Characters, a podcast where my dad and I hang out and talk about everything in pop culture. Comics, movies, television, music. We look how it used to be. We look how it is now. Everywhere in between. And now, without further ado, let's get generationally geeky. Welcome. This is the legacy where the characters. I'm your host, Beck Carter John, with always the OG original geek, Daddy O. What's up, dude? It's good to Not, be back. It is been a while. World's in chaos. Things have changed, but it is good to be back, regardless. Yeah, and healthy. Healthy. Yeah. Keep All back. things considered, wash your hands. Yeah, wear your mask. Mm-hmm. But no. We talk about changes. We've been gone for a while, dude. Yeah. Making some moves. Making moves, you know, rolling around, uh, things are changing. Yeah. This is our first episode to be recorded over Skype uh, at number 95. Yeah. But yeah, I, I recently made the move to Chicago. So doing remote podcasts for the first time. So bear with us. Uh, as we start out sort of uh minuscule bugs that creep in and out absolutely but no man like it's good to be back good to talk legacy characters a bunch of nerdy shit happening a bunch of nerdy shit not happening you know yeah it it seems like kind of a, a good balance depending on what what part of the genre you're into yeah whereas movies have kind of come to a standstill it's like tv has seen quite the resurgence yeah, and which, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. There's a lot of good stuff on TV, dude. Exactly. No, um, and yeah, we decided coming back, like, let's, instead of talking into and chatting about one specific thing, why don't we touch on a bunch of little different things we've missed while we've been gone or that have happened as of late. Yeah. Give our take on. Um, but no, yeah, you make a good point that kind of TV is thriving right now. Uh, we've had the season finales of our CW shows and their shortened seasons due to COVID-19. Um, so, yeah, let's, I guess, jump right into TV news first, dude. Yeah. I think. That uh, work? Yeah, that's, that's uh, TV. Well, the TV's worth that right now, you know, like you that's said. literally it. Like, uh, uh, no movies. I honestly can't tell you how many conversations I've begun with, like, so what you watching lately? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of all you got right now. TV. Or, yeah. you know, like uh, on your phone, your iPad. Yeah, basically. This is but, the way we're living and communicating now. Yep. Um, so, no, I mentioned it earlier, but the CW show is wrapping up, dude. Like, uh, what did you watch this year, I guess? What did you have opinions on? What do you have opinions on on the CW right now? Um, well, um. I've kind of I, I've veered away from the you know my staples over the last I guess three or four years, which was yeah. Green Arrow, Flash, and then you know as Legends moved in, um, I kind of run my course. They hit a lull, and it just allowed me to you know make a transition. And so um, we've been watching a lot of Black Lightning. 
So that's cool. I've only heard good things. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Uh, other than the first, like, five episodes of season one, which I really enjoyed. Right. kind of just fell off. We're into, like, season three, and it's it's really good. It's well cast, well written, um, super cool superhero throwdown. See, that's, that's fucking awesome. That's when these shows, these shows do TV action really good, dude. Yeah, they do. And, you know, it's DC. Yep. So just kind of sticking with Black Lightning right now? Uh, yeah. Um, watched, uh, I think, the first episode, the first couple of episodes with the Misfits, the English. See, that's old school. That's not even, that's not CW, but that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Like, that's something Christine introduced me to. Yeah, it, it's really interesting. I like the characters, and now, you know, we're to a point where they're starting to un- understand they have some kind of something. Yeah, some powers. It's, that's a cool ass show. Yeah, I mean, I we get, get, you get that, you get that quirky spin to it. You do, and yeah, um, that's something we just finished season three on. Uh, has some ups and downs, dude, but I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it overall. Like the casting was really good. You see some stars before they were stars coming out of that. Yeah, pretty fun. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, uh, I enjoy the shit out of the Misfits. That's been a gem that Christine's brought to me, like, telling me, like, punk rap hoodlum X-Men in England. Right, yeah. Kind of behind that. It's something I can live with. Um, no. As no. As, yeah, like, as far as the CW goes, I've kind of fallen off as well. The quality has, uh, waned on me, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm disappointed in myself. I haven't seen the last season of Arrow. Like, that makes me sad. But I'll get to it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I will too. And for for me, especially with The Flash, because I just, yes. uh, you know, I love that show. Yeah, like, that's, and you took the words right out of my mouth. That is the only one I am current on, <laughs> is The Flash. Like, I, I buy that. Um, you know, I, I watched that season. Yeah. Um, And I don't remember what kind of, I veered to cause me to veer from it. It's mom. Uh, mom hates that shit. Uh, you know, if I wanted to watch it, I, I would, I'll watch. But, um, yeah. And I need to get caught up. Yeah. I want, uh, but, I want to see where, uh, and I forget which season where he, where the suit changes to the red. Well, the new one that, yeah, that was the beginning of this year. He gets the, with the, oh. I guess, I think legit wings, the ear wings and all the and the cow where he gets the chin back. I'll probably go back to last season and I'm pretty well caught up. Yeah. And it's it's fine. Like I enjoy it, dude. It's the flash. Like the flash and me I'm gonna watch it. Like I'll I'll be the first one to tell you there's some of the parts that aren't good, but it's one of those things that I just enjoy the ever loving shit out of. Um yeah. and given the shortened season, like I, I've enjoyed how it ended. I won't spoil anything, but uh, like I understand the limitations, but the shit they were throwing down and kind of what they're going into is really cool. Um, they're using a lot of the Flash Rebirth stuff now, which uh, is pretty neat because I just read that. Like that shit's fresh in my mind <laughs> uh, as opposed to the stuff they pull from the Jeff Johns that I haven't read since I was like 12. <laughs> um, there's just a there's there's just a you know lizard brain part of me that's enjoying the like oh shit I I know that 
Right. That's a name I've heard recently. Will you look at that? That's neat. Yeah. So that's been kind of cool. Um, and, you know, coming out of crisis, like all the weird shit they did there has been fun. Like dealing with the fallout of that and like them all being on the same earth now. Right. It's been pretty neat. Not going to lie. Um, that's kind of yeah. cool, though. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where my, you know, CW stewardship right now begins and ends is like exclusively the Flash. Right. Uh, Aside from what we're kind of going to talk about next, which is, uh, I guess, a co-collaboration between the CW and DC Universe, um, which is Stargirl, which premiered last week with its first episode. Yeah. Um, it like it could be interesting. Dude. I really uh, like um, Luke. Luke Wilson? Yeah. Um, color me impressed. Like. That that opening fifteen minutes with the JSA fighting and you see like Flash's helmet and Starman and Our Man and all that shit. Yeah, was really just cool. Destroyed. Yeah, and then you know, it it lost me a little bit in the teen drama melodrama like melodramatic uh, setup of like oh like, she's got a new stepdad and we got to yeah it just moved Ohio is the upheaval and not my favorite but like once she gets the staff. Dude, yeah. I'm in for it. Like, I think they did a really fun job executing the show overall. Um, and she she looks cool handling it. Yeah, like the the gym, like I guess the gymnastics aspect really fucking comes off pretty <laughs> solid. Yeah, because the tumbling and then the twirling and you know you they get into all of that. Yeah, it's so really fucking cool. She's, she's flipping it around and throwing it already. You know, once she understands the power, then it's game over for the doors and she got her sidekick already um yeah stripesy <laughs> dude i do have a like I, I do have this weird disconnect especially being such a dc fanboy with them being like oh the jsa the jsa so long ago 10 years and i'm like what the fuck like first of all that's not back in the day that's not long ago no and second of all like jsa is like World War II. Yeah, nine, the, yeah, the fort. So I'm like, all right, we'll just l- overlook that part. But that was weird to me. I was like, and see, and back that's in the day. What I couldn't understand in the beginning was they were playing the JSA in that time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt. It, he doesn't change <laughs> from that time period to now. And they're like, oh, it's been uh, a decade. And, Ten years, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, well, we we missed 60 years in place. Yeah, we'll just... I guess this superpower is not aging. No, it's just <laughs> ignoring. <laughs> yeah, super but, uh, ignoring. But all in all, yeah, I'm looking forward to going forward. Yeah, like these DC Universe shows have been really fucking they good, man. Bad guy. Yeah, like the Injustice Society. Yeah. Uh, we'll I... see See how she see how she pulls off being a a, a a superhero badass. Yeah, maybe we get some like Jay Garrett cameo. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but we'll see, man. Like I, I was impressed by the first episode. Like most pilots are pretty rough, and as far as pilots go, it had me wanting to see the second. So that's all you can ask for. Yeah, mom. Mom was a little bit more critical. With it. Well, and. I can see that because I was too, like, I'm, 
I'm even I'm done with the like CW melodrama. Like it's it's to the point where I, I find myself like that two motherfuckers walk into a hallway and I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna go on my phone for five minutes. Like Right. It's that's what it is. Yeah. Like it, it's it's forced drama. It's a lot of talking about your feelings, which is, is totally cool and groovy. It's it, it just gets to be a lot. Especially well, if you're watching a lot of these shows. Yeah, with you know, with you expecting the superhero side of it to to carry, the the drama just adds unneeded weight. Well, it's needed. It it's filler, man. Like it it happens in comic books all the time, and right. like it's 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 the nature of serialized storytelling. It's just it's not my favorite. Like. And I get it. It, it, These shows like Stargirl is not for an almost 30 year old man. Right. I'm going to be honest. Like I'm, I'm fully admit that like with my qualms come the idea of like that, the stuff they're saying and the stuff they're doing is for a 14 year old girl whose parents did just get divorced. Right. And like she can get something from that. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Yeah. And that teenage drama. Yeah. Like it works for like the CW is not for me. It never was for me. But, like, the enjoyment I can receive and understand out of the episode, I get. Right. It's just, yeah. It just, I wish you got a little bit more of the comic book superhero type stuff. Well, yeah. And it's the first episode, so we'll see. But that's one thing I do trust about these DC Universe shows is, like, they get to that part. Like, they get that. Yeah. Like, with both Titans and Young Justice and Swamp Thing, like, yeah, I felt satisfied for the most part minus the season finales on titans but that's a whole nother thing hey you know it just uh it seems like you know that season kind of just it just struggled and bumped along it did they didn't know what they were doing but man it was awesome to watch in the meantime um all this to be said another great segue as we talk about TV and kind of wrap it up, a show we have not got a chance to talk on, uh, but I would... And we're as part of what, episode A? Of season two. Yeah. I think um, seven or eight now. But I think I feel safe saying and pretty confident. Yeah, no, I'm pretty confident. Is the best DC Universe show they've put out? Um yeah, I would at this point would um, would really say that I have a connection to it like I had with Batman the animated series. Yeah, and it's, we're talking it's that good. Well, yeah, we're talking about you know of course Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like it's tough for me though I will say that or Doom Patrol, but I love them both. But no, long way of saying like Harley Quinn is fucking excellent yeah and, uh this is full spoilers for everything up to now so far but yeah this is must watch tv uh and in, in an era of rick and morty and watching harley quinn and rick and morty every week as they come out together yeah they're, they're both operating on full cylinders like harley yeah. quinn as, is at rick and morty level week to week of just and it's excellent storytelling. you know so the animation is so good in it. Yes. And with Harley Quinn, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on animation and, mm-hmm. and, you know, how it plays with what they're trying to do. 
And this Harley Quinn animation draws for so many cool pieces. And yeah. you see them and how they put it together. Um, and, and, and that drives it for me. I love the animation of this, of this series. Yeah, and how they use, like, specific interpretations of the characters that, like, feel new yet familiar in a weird yeah. way. Like, very much like Bane, where which draws from the classic animated series but uses, like, the Tom Hardy voice. And it just, it, it works really well. Yeah, like I, I said, there's just bringing so much together um, mm-hmm. from uh, from the whole universe. Yeah, like, and it's a full-on DC universe show, and very much the way Titans is a Titan, like, is a full DC universe show. Yeah, like I I do gotta say, it, it's it's really fun that DC seems to be, and we'll talk a little bit about it later. Uh, this trend recently of just like we're gonna do all the weird shit. And people are either on board or they're not. Like, yeah. Um, and and I would say that the you know they're they're hitting on ninety percent cylinder. Yeah, like for to have someone like who has no you know frame of reference for any of this garbage shit, uh, watching it weekly with Christine, and her being like has an affinity for Doctor Psycho and King Shark now. Yeah, and like knows who Dark Side is. And knows like all this weird shit as opposed to just Batman, Two Face, Joker. Exactly. Like, getting, yeah. like very much to you know follow that way. Like we watched Doom Patrol together, and like it's crazy that her favorite Justice League are technically is like Cyborg and no Cyborg from the Doom Patrol. Right. Like the way the how these DC Universe shows are using these fucking weird ass characters is very well, impressive. As, as a great. <laughs> For an introduction. Yeah, like they're they're really elevating the material but, that's but there. The, the characters are done so well, um, you have that acceptance. Even yeah, though they're uh, even though they're you know the, you you always think about Marvel and what they've done with their yeah. C and D level guys. Yeah, uh, and elevated them. DC's taking their quirky guys and being like these guys and, are fun. Like, them in there. Yeah, and the best I think like that they've done it to tie it back to Harley Quinn is like you look at someone like Poison Ivy, yeah, who is a completely different character now to like what people expect from her. Yeah, and I think for the absolute better. But it, it and here's the cool part: in absolutely no way is that not Poison Ivy. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is Poison Ivy. Like, in every way I'd expect Poison Ivy to act, she's acting, but it's also so unique. Yeah. And at the same time, fucking hysterical and heartbreaking. Like, in every way. Like, like this past episode, or, like, them dealing with the kiss and Kite Man and all that stuff, and you're like, uh, this well, is fucking... Yeah, yeah, you have this this relationship that's developing in animation... That yeah. you knew was there in the in the comics. Yeah, but it's not even and like it's it's familiar yet unique in how it's portrayed yeah. in the show. It's so good. Yeah, like and all the characters, mm-hmm. all the characters are so good. And each episode is you know is its own little, but it, it still all ties together. It's, the last, it's, you know, you really look at the last three episodes, and they've just been the bomb. 
like they they're fully hitting their stride you know the last episode and this is a spoiler which so far is my fave the pit uh no the one after that oh the one we just got yeah uh, North? yeah mine too uh <laughs> that is yeah so far my favorite yeah and with the addition of you know scott free <laughs> just you know, taking a Grandma, Mama, Grant, or granny granny goodness yeah you know and then dark side right there it's like this is yeah, yeah. they they're going there they're just doing the weird shit she's yeah. got a pair of demon army that's attacking gordon yeah my god this it so sure. yeah it's just so good and and <laughs> you know the dialogue yeah you can't it's hard to get past that it's so razor sharp, dude, and so funny. Like the references, the deep cut DC stuff, but also just the fucking satirical humor. Oh, I mean, like, just for this, I mean, they, it's deep cuts, but yeah. you really have to pay attention because of the snide that they add to it. Like Ivy, dude. Uh, my favorite one was like uh, season one, where Ivy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a terrorist. If you know caring about the environment's terror, like <laughs> if we yeah. consider you know taking down corporations to be greed and evil, yeah. then I <laughs> you're like save the earth. You're like damn, it's funny and poignant. But yeah, it's it's a really good series, mm-hmm. um, and 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 it, I think it's it's popular enough. That uh, they're, they're going to continue to run it. Well, that's, and that's a unique thing is like as DC Universe's kind of future becomes in question with this HBO Max launch and shit, right. um, sci-fi has actually started showing on Saturday nights, Harley. Yes. So and they yeah. show two or three episodes in a row. Yeah, they've been doing blocks to catch up. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, like, and, as we saw with Doom Patrol, and, like, where well, season two is going to be on HBO. Right. Like, these shows are becoming, you know, if they're good enough, they get kind of picked up. Right. And supposedly go to the big league. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, it just went right out of my mind. Oh, wow. Well. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I had something well, with Harley, but that's here, though. It's good. If it would have a story. I would have remembered it. Yeah. Um, cool, dude. I think that that wraps up kind of what we wanted to chat about as far as TV goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd get back on the, you know, get back on the rails and chug along. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we want to touch on a few movie news. Um, first piece of movie news, of course, everything's delayed. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're only pretty much maybe going to get Wonder Woman and Black Widow this year now. Um, And they've been pushed back to fucking like November now. So it's like 18 months after we were originally supposed to see Wonder Woman 1984. Two years after it was done. Whatever. Oh, but... um, They're, you know, they're still having to think about, you know, making money when they release it. Well, the shitty part, if I'm being honest, is all the toys and spoilers are coming out now because that's how, you know, supply chain works. Yeah. Like, that shit's been in the pipeline for, like, six months. 
Yeah. So it's like, oh, see what Cheetah looks like on the front of a fucking Hot Wheel at Walmart. You're like, well, I, I'd rather not, if I'm being honest. Well, dude, you know, look at the Hot Toy we just looked at. Well, the, the only thing about that is, like, we've seen the Golden Eagle armor. Yeah, but not... But not in detail like that. But <laughs> yeah. That thing is so cool. Oh, it's beautiful. I want to get, like, fishing line and, like, hang it from my ceiling. With the wings spread and her fucking... Maybe the only way to display it, like her, yeah. like, with the cross bracers. Oh, yeah, it'd be so hard. You had to stand her and make her look. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's there. It's in the can. So yeah. it's just a matter Sometime. of... The way Maybe they'll, they'll do the Scooby route and just make me buy it, which is fine, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because you bring that up. We, uh, Ryan was over here yesterday and yeah. that's kind of what we talked about is maybe how they're going to work this next phase of of the lack of theater and how you release new movies mm-hmm. and how you know they can set up some type of pay streaming service you know directly from the production company like they do at hotels man yeah and just um you know you get new release right there i'll pay 50 bucks and that's where they're saying, you, know, you kind of uh, take what it would cost to go to a movie and they recoup and you know, yeah. we agreed. I'm so much more comfortable at home on my TV anyway. Well, see, I, that's the only problem is like I do like going to the theater, but also at the same time, I still do both. I'm the weirdo. I'm the exception to the rule who would be like, no, I'm still going to go pay to see it. Thursday night at midnight, but also buy it so I yep. can watch it Friday morning again. Yeah, because I'm a crazy person, but that's just yeah. me. And I, I enjoy going to the theaters, uh, especially the way the tickets are now and the way the seating is. It well, makes- no bullshit though. All things considered, like COVID bright side. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's awful. Like social distancing. Yeah. You telling me I have to go to a movie theater and no one can sit next to me? Yeah. I'll be there as soon as they open. <laughs> yeah yeah for somebody that doesn't like to be cramped right like but just give me six feet i'll social distance anything you know any kind of uh, uh arena type seating if they want to do anything like that you you're you're cutting uh yeah. you know attendance in half at the least yeah at minimum probably yeah. more than that but no that's a long story but yeah the Essentially, movies. But you, you know, all of that comes into play with with how uh, both Warner Brothers and you know, the Mouse and Disney have to look at the future of putting this shit together. Especially as both launch, you know, Disney Plus and HBO Max this year, dude. Like, that's the big thing. And like, and, and TV well, making the draw. Well, fucking Disney already did it. Yeah, they're dropping Artemis Fowl on fucking Disney Plus next week as opposed to in theaters in August. Right. Because of all See? this shit. That was, a, that was a legit, like, movie theater movie that is now just Disney Plus. Right. So it's already begun. I mean, the Scoob release, like, that was day and date. You could buy it. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're looking how they're going to recoup something from... Um, mm-hmm. From the shit that's in the can, and nobody can see it. Nope. Makes sense. We'll see. 
Yeah. But, yeah, dude. Times they are a-changing. From movies that are not coming out to movies that are. We got the holy grail of nerd news this week, dude. Like, it's been two and a half years in the making. So cool. I'm looking forward to it. Some shit I never expected. No. Like it was just a pipe dream, just for fun. And I am so curious. I am, of course, talking about none other than Zack Snyder's Justice League, I believe is what it's coined it now. It's cut. Motherfucking four hours. Yeah. And there's and they've talked that they, you know, there was more. Yeah. So we'll see. That but, yeah, you know, 2021, HBO, some of the shit too. That it should twenty one. Then we're going to get full and, Green Lantern. Supposedly, this you know what's going to be put put back or you know released as a whole is talking game changer for this movie. Yeah, like there's you know Zack Snyder said it himself that it's a completely different film. Yeah, um, only a third there's of it shit that we should have gotten. Well, and- you can see that. From the theatrical cut, man, like you can tell what CGI background. You can tell Ben Affleck gains thirty pounds in some scenes. You can tell that Henry Cavill's face is half digital. Yeah. It's a yeah. poorly executed movie. Yeah. That I love, do not get me wrong. But it shouldn't have been that way. It's my favorite bad movie ever. But <laughs> I am very much looking to see forward to seeing the completion of that universe you know yeah as a whole and just just as a vision i might not have agreed with everything and i certainly did not but uh, i want to see it played out in its original vision because it, it just to me it always lacked it felt disjointed and with that being the case if i'm looking at you know another hour and a half well Dude, two another hours. another two hours, yeah, and only half an hour of what we've seen is reused. So this is a completely different film, dude. Yeah, like you want to do me a favor? Go watch the first two trailers on iTunes for Justice League. Right. You won't see anything that's in the movie you've seen. No, and and that and see that bothered me too. Is those mm-hmm. trailers were cool. And then when it didn't happen, it's like, what the fuck? Yep. Where it was, was all cool? those cool scenes that you know you hooked me with, and, and I don't get to yeah. see it in the movie. Yeah, so I mean, it's crazy. Warner Brothers sinking another twenty, thirty million dollars in this thing. Uh, but it, I'll be there day one. I'm signing up they, for it. That they found out they fucked up and did well, wrong man. the first time. Well, it's because everybody who made those decisions got fired. Does that something tell you there, dude? Well, yeah, that's it's a whole more complicated. That's a whole separate podcast, dude. Because like, people were in the wrong around. Like, regardless of what you feel about the movie, like, never mind. We're not even going to get into it. Like, well, exactly. I'm just it glad was, we get to see was, the end of Snyder's universe. Right. Because. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his universe. I enjoyed it for what it was. We've had that conversation. You can go back and listen to multiple of those conversations where I defend Batman versus Superman for like three hours. Yeah. Like it, it, 
but I'm just glad we get to see the culmination of that in right. whatever form it takes. I just, I really hope that it, it lands. That's all I got to say. Like, I hope it's well, satisfying. It, it, you already, and the cool part for me is, is that you already know going in from a visual standpoint, it's going to be good. Yeah. That's that's what you're gonna get. You get that from from Zach. Yeah, and there's gonna be zero color. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> it's a, that's what uh, you've gotten already with you know yeah. the, the third movie. Yeah, which so, is, I mean, which was what he was. You know, he, how can you say this is really different than what Nolan and his trilogy did? It's not, and it incorporates a little bit more of the DC universe. It's it's very it's a very similar take. It's a very grounded, realistic take on the universe that is very drab and colorless. They are you are very right about those similarities. It's it's just interesting to see. And then the uh, year of our Lord twenty twenty. I've had fifteen years of that. And yeah. I want color. That's just me personally. Like it's crazy. Even since Batman vs Superman and Justice League came out, like I've seen my shifts change. As you know, Thor Ragnarok has come out. As Infinity, like I'm like I like my superheroes to smile and wear colorful a things. Lighter, you know. With, yeah, a lot of good music and a lot of color. Yeah, like that's and that's just crazy because I would. Alexi, dude. Yeah, exactly. Just but the beautifulness of that movie. But I am, at the end of the day, there's still an angsty teenager part of me that loves the Zack Snyder movies and wants to see that come to fruition. Yeah. Because, like I, I, once again, I still, if you, if you look at Batman vs. Superman, or look at, especially Man of Steel, I will defend that movie to my grave. That is one of my top five superhero movies. Like, if you look at what he's going for and you divorce yourself from what you expect from these characters for just a little bit, because yeah. I think he gets where he's going, he just takes a completely different route. Like, and to see that, like, to see where he was like, let me, let me finish. Let me finish what I'm saying, and then we'll judge. Right. Like, he, he deserves the right to finish it, and I have, I, I'm excited to see it. I think that's my final statement on that. Uh, I am. Just like, like I'm happy. I wanted, you know, I wanted, you know, the Justice League to be more like Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, not as dark. PBS, but a little bit more, you know, yeah, yeah, and a steelish. And you're telling me I'm gonna see Dark Side in a movie? Like I'm done. Hell yeah, and we're getting land twenty bucks, man. Yeah, huh? and you, you're the Adam, dude. You're getting Justice League. I believe there was a poster <laughs> that at one point said "Unite the Seven, and we uh, only ever got six. Yeah, and it was a basic math. You know, a bad movie 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah, so excited for it, dude. Yeah, Um, yeah, I am too. I am too. uh, Just a little disappointed coming out of it, but this could could make things better. Absolutely. Um, So we wanted to kind of follow up our movie news with a couple of baby reviews for the latest DC animated movies uh, that came out because we thought, felt, I guess, both of them were worth touching on. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed them both. Uh, yeah, I, I think we'll... 
And then we're, of course, talking about Superman, Red Sun, and uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. I know there was a Wonder Woman. The Dark War. Yeah, Dark Side War, some shit. There's one of those, too. Um, But uh, I know there was a Wonder Woman movie that came out. I haven't had a chance to watch that one yet. Um, But I did want to comment on the other two because I have seen those. Um, Starting with Red Sun. Oh. Uh, they it's, did a really good job. You know, I, that's the what I what I can say about it. It's very interesting. It, I mean, it's it kind of you know it's driven about you know your social environment. Yeah, it, it's very nature versus nurture. Uh, it's one, I think it's one of the original Elseworld stories. Uh, they did a great job adapting it. Um, it's really poignant today <laughs> uh yeah all things considered like, and it really makes you think it does and if you're uh you know you're a, a geek fan and you know how the you know soups origin went and how it's always gone yeah he's changed once he was established in in a lot of his stories, but there was, you know, this take on it is, wow, this is interesting. It's pretty cool. And uh, I mean, it's a testament to Mark Miller who wrote the original comic book. One of the brilliant minds behind civil war and kick-ass and the ultimate and stuff like this. The dude has always been like a, a very like, but what if though? Yeah. Kind of guy. And I, I think, that's what the movie does a great job of capturing is the Elseworlds vibe that makes these stories so much fun, especially this one where you get, you know, here's Soviet Superman. And then let's take that to its ultimate conclusion with, you know, the U S air force finding the green lantern ring and making a space force. (laughs) And then to the suicide bomb of Batman cough like taking it to its natural asinine conclusion within the total DC universe like it's yeah it gave it, you it gave you the full arc it's it's but really it, really well done from yeah from a communist red communist you know a point of view yeah it, it's and, and what really we're saying cool. what we've been talking about is instead of Superman landing in the United States landed in Russia yeah and was raised in Cold War system during the Cold War, and it's interesting how it plays out because the twist yeah. is completely different. And it, you know, at the same time, he's in Russia, but it really plays on you know the idea of truth, justice, in the American way. Right, still wanting to do do good for the people, but it's the commentary on the altruism that is perceived with the American way. Right. Versus the the know, cycle of the, of communist strong Mother Russia, it's right. always Mother Russia's right. Where you know you get to see when Superman falls to humanity's ideals, as opposed to striving for their you know kind of potential. Right where that disconnect is, yeah. and that's what's so unique. But also you know commenting on social political issues and how it's kind of mirrored in both ways where who's yeah. good who's bad it's Depending. all 
Yeah, whose point of perception? Yeah, exactly. It's it's just really it, it it's really well done and kind of to just the testament to these DC animated movies where they're like, dude, you're making fucking R-rated cartoons. Yeah, like you're making these for like nine people and just putting the amount of love and effort that they do into this. It's just it's really it, really it's well done. So good. It really is. One with such good animation. It's and that kind of it's got that crisp look to it. Yeah, it's very anime inspired, which allows the fight scenes and the movements to look really good. Um, which kind of you know lends itself. The comments we're making can lead to both Red Sun and Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, the longest title ever. Um, right. <laughs> But uh, kind of to switch over to that movie, which is, you know, kind of the hot release over the last two weeks, given, you know, quarantine. So but on. <laughs> that movie's just vomit for an hour and a half. Like, I'm, I'm still not entirely sure what was happening. Just but I liked it. With everybody. And everyone dying. Like, yeah. Holy shit. This is the first time me and you have talked about it because I just got to watch it yesterday. We did a double feature with the first Justice League Dark, which, spoiler alert, has nothing to do with this one. Right. Other than Constantine's in both. Right. And Etrigan, who is all sad in this one and refuses to rhyme. But no, dude, like, it, having invested in all these animated movies, like from the Teen Titans to Batman versus Robin. To fucking to Justice League Origin to Flashpoint to Justice League Dark, like you're like, oh shit, everyone's coming together. This is like the Infinity War of fucking this universe right now, as opposed to a Justice League Dark movie. And yeah. once I kind of oh, yeah. signed up to that, yeah, like once I signed up to that, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just so much. Yeah, like this uh, is this, I, yeah nonstop. I mean, like um, I, I I I can't say anything more that sums up this film than like Trigon Superman fighting Darkseid and you're like there's like 15 layers there I need to unpack and you're like yeah but it just happens and then stops happening and then happens again and you just keep going like it's 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 insanity incarnate it is it's just the ultimate throwdown that's all it is is fucking (laughs) fight scenes Oh, and I didn't know if you knew, but just so you know, King Shark <laughs> is a shark. <laughs> what the fuck? And fuck Constantine. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Constantine. Jesus. Yeah. But no, it's yeah, That's... the movie's sheer insanity and I I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's 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 a bit much. Like, yeah, it's it's something that, you know, you can take for the burst and then you kind of regroup afterwards. Yeah, it's like getting punched in the fucking face like 40 times and being like, oh, now tell me how it felt. That's fine. <laughs> Hurt a little. Right. But no, like, dude, all things considered, there's nothing cooler than pissed off Superman. Stabbing Darkseid's eyes with his thumbs, and then proceeding to whip him over his head back and forth by his head. Yeah, and his eyes. Yeah, after Darkseid trying to blast. Yeah, nah, 
like after Lois died. Between that and like the reflash point of like, oh, that's how this universe started, and now it's going to restart. And you're like, okay. I was like, that's cool. Like that, both those things. That's a win for me. Yeah. Uh, so I guess between the two, I'd still pick Red Sun, but both, man. I mean, t- tasty DC Universe morsels. Yeah. Like they're just killing them on animation right now. That's what I. That's what I enjoy. Is the good animation. I just. I'm a cartoons guy. Yeah, I, I it boils down to I like fucking cartoons. I really do love cartoons. And they're yeah, they're right up there with really good DC running cartoons. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you put Harley Quinn right there with them, and you know, and and some of the other uh, animated stuff, and they're just running good with animation. Yeah, it's a good time, man. It really is. Um, but yeah, I think that that kind of wraps up what we have to say about movies this week. Uh, yeah, all really positive stuff minus the delays forever. But you know, that's just the new normal unfortunately. Yeah, we um, just have to live through this right now. But I will say moving on, we're gonna talk a little bit about comic books. The bright side of yeah. all this time at home is everybody man, I, Yeah, do your work. Yeah, I was like, I got some extra time to read comics. And there have been like no new comics, so I've gotten like catch up on some stuff that's been on the to read pile for quite a fucking minute um but no a couple of things i wanted to call out as we you know kind of begin our slow descent here uh cannot recommend enough dude the like what is it called batman universe and superman up in the sky which were the final collections of the walmart books that dc's been putting out Oh, like, cool. So, long story short, DC's been putting out Walmart collections. For five bucks, you get 100 pages of comic books. And within those, you get 12 pages of new story. Okay. And so the big deal was for these comics, they did a Batman one and a Superman one. And they did a bunch of reprints. So you'd get like 88 pages of Hush and old school Neil Adams and shit like that. But you get 12 pages of Brian Michael Bendis writing Batman. Right. And vice versa for Superman, you got Tom King writing Superman. So these are the collection of those 12, 12 parts. So it's the whole, like, it's a, kind of the a smaller collection. It's, it's just a paperback or like a trade, I guess would be the best word for it. Yeah. But no, getting to read both of those finally because they were so hard to find in, individually, they're awesome. Like, holy shit, those were so much fun. Like, they were quick, like, hour-and-a-half reads on a Saturday morning. Like, But both of those books are... Recommended highly. Very much so. Because, like, the 12 pages, too, like, the chapters are shorter. So it reads real quick. Like, you get more cliffhangers. And, like, it's just a lot of fun. And surprising no one, like, the Tom King Superman is very heartfelt and very like inspiring in a weird way while being depressing and being such a Tom King fan. Like (laughs) you're like, now that you're done with Batman, I need some Superman. Uh And now Bendis is writing Superman, but I'm like, dude, write Batman because that's awesome. 
Like he wrote Batman teaming up with Green Arrow, and it was like the most fun ever. That would be a cool, cool tandem. Oh hell yeah! And it's drawn by Nick Darrington, who did all the cartoonish covers for Mister Miracle, dude. Right. Like, who's mwah, that dude's fucking awesome. It's like very retro art. Yeah. But no, those are kind of my like. I guess as I look over at my bookshelf, those are my two <laughs> big recommends right now. Like, yeah, I could talk all day about this shit. And I finished Curse of the White Knight real quick. I'm going to touch on that. That was awesome. I won't spoil anything for you because I know you're going to work through it. Yeah. But yeah, I finished, you know, the first run of the White Knight. Yeah. And but, then, yeah. And the next book that came after that. Yeah, so, you you read the first two issues of this one, right? You just, I moved, I just, just so I couldn't give you the rest. Yeah, right. exactly. So I'm I'm relatively caught up. Yeah, but there's some big shit that happens. I won't spoil it for anybody, but I love what Sean Gordon Murphy's doing. Like he's such a big fan of Batman. Like the little Easter eggs and stuff are so cool because they're the same. Like. You pick up all of them, you see what he's doing. Like, especially with his art, he's able to reference Batmobiles specifically and other things like that that is just so, so much fun. Uh, yeah. It really is. And that's what it, it just, uh, you know, I love his art. I it just, just has that, you know, the just, you know, just that kind of that punk edge to it. It speaks to me personally. Like, I'm not going to lie, it looks like a punk zine. But it's yeah. really well done. It's sharp and it's fucking with like motorcycle inspired car culture. It's grungy. I love it, but oh. but not at all sloppy. No, it's it's, it's oh. masterfully done. That's yeah. a terrible way of saying the word masterfully, but um, it is. yeah, and all of his stuff. Yeah, like he just started. Uh, he started a Indiegogo campaign for his next book. He's doing an independent book, so he just he's like, I'm just going to crowdfund it myself. I bought it. Oh, yeah. If you want, dude, I meant to tell you, if you want, you can go on and support like 30, 40 bucks and you'll get like a special deluxe edition signed hardcover of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Send I'll me, send you the link when we're done. Send me the link for that. Yeah, because I, I, at first I just, I did my 10 bucks because I signed up the day oh. of for like the digital. But now that like, they're farther down the goals, you can get like special fucking pages and all kinds of, there's yeah. different tiers. So yeah, I'll send it to you. But I, real quick, I'll give you the synopsis because it's super cool. It's like a team of covert people that go into stories to fix plot holes, like to make sure the stories end the way they're supposed to. And I'm like, stop there. I'm in. I don't want to know anymore. I'm in. Oh. It sounded super fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I could see. Yeah, and it just covertly make it fix things. Yeah, exactly. In school. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I guess to kind of wrap up the book section of the show today, dude, I just want to give a shout out to Hype and the comic books are coming back, which is a win for everybody. But specifically, June 16th is a day of rejoice as <laughs> death metal. Dark Knight's yep. Death Metal number one comes out the same day. Yeah. Strange Adventures number two. Comics are back, baby, but Death Metal. Yeah, the next next run. Here it is. 
It's going to be insane, dude. Seeing Greg's art for this weird, like, fucking... A carry-on. Dude, we're getting a meciated Swamp Thing, Wonder Woman with a lasso chainsaw. Yeah. And Batman T-Rex. Yeah. And Grim Reaper Batman. So and I'm Superman that looks uh, like Doomsday Arm and like all fucked up long hair. Yeah, yeah, the, and all the colors. That's all I see when I'm looking at the the previews. Is yeah, the just as this metal color. Yeah, everything looks like it's on fire. But it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Cannot wait. No, I'm not very serious about statues of grid. Oh hell yeah! I, they already making one. They yeah, already have a Wonder Woman on T Rex. That's what I'm saying. Who's ah? Yeah, so, yeah, dude. But I yeah, cannot I wait for that. Bring up too, though, that I uh, read. Yeah, go for it. Of uh, Dan, Batman That's Dan. Right. And that was, it was that was a quick you know all three books took me maybe an hour and a half yeah but it was just a really cool you know just dark read and fucking Constantine I still have no idea what it's about like I, I'm pretty sure Batman dies I yeah. had someone tell me that on the internet I'm like I guess did he yeah uh, you uh, yeah. But then you know, does Batman die? Joker? Did the Joker die? Like, yeah. Is this all purgatory? Like who? What's the but, but, like? Oh, but I also too, as I as I, you know, would pause to try to figure out what the fuck was going on. Uh, I would stop myself and said, you know, this is Constantine's involved. So just go with it. Yeah, like Constantine, Dead Man. You're like, okay, we're fucking with some weird shit, but yeah, and it's so you know, yeah. Instead of trying to analyze this to where it's going to drive at not understanding, just go with it. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I, I, and it's a beautiful book. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and like, I, I uh, started um, started uh, diving into Hush. So I mean, that's just a classic. Like, yeah. We'll start. We'll start a segment on here. Daddy's Hush Club. How far are you in Hush? And you have to come back and give us a baby book report every time. <laughs> of Hush. Yeah. But the thing about it is, I've got Hush is just one of the three yeah. uh, lecture series of the '75. Yeah, you, it came with what? Dark Knight Returns, Hush, and the Court of Owls. Yep. That's but a Hush, good like. Hush is the big book. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a twelve issue art. Yeah. But it's yeah, the art is so good. It's on the flat paper, the Yeah. Has it's a beautiful. Old school feel to it. So much color. I still need the absolute edition of that. So yeah, I'm uh, read that. I've picked up little odd things here and there. There you go. I mean you got the time. Yeah. Like I said, that's the positive part. And watching the movies. It's a great time to be a geek, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Shield, dude. I got to bring that up. Yeah, you finally got your (laughs) full-size one-to-one scale. Right as shutdown was going into effect. Yeah. 
Right as a, and I was I was really wondering. Was he gonna make it over? Tell him you didn't say what you got yet. Explain. Uh, oh yeah, I got uh, uh, the 75th anniversary full scale catch jewel. Yeah. Straps in the back and all of that in the you know the 75th box, brand new, never been opened, just in some warehouse in China. It worked. And um. Yeah, only paid two hundred and thirty bucks for it. See, that's not bad at all. No, that's cheaper than it was at Geek, Pink Geek back in the day. Between three and three fifty. Yep. And the majority of them seen online were anything less than fourteen hundred bucks. Yep. Just a random find on Toys Wonderland. One yeah. Day. It just showed up, and you're like, Yeah. And it, you know, and it showed up. Uh, and I have it on a really cool fucking easel sitting there window, man, and it looks so cool. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's but, a win. But that was uh, that's a long time coming. I've been looking for that for long. Yeah, for over three years. Yeah. So I was super happy about that. Fuck yeah. And I've got some gauntlets coming too. And I got a Captain Marvel Hot Toy. We'll have Collectible Corner next week, too. Yeah, talk about some of the other newer stuff. Because, you know, my other um, <clears throat> collections are done or still collecting and getting new cool shit. And the cool part is, dude, I know this is a little behind the scenes for anybody who made it this far in the show. But, like, we're recording on Skype now. Like, I have this video. This yeah. is easily uploaded. Like, we can do Collectible Corner and be like, look, ain't it so cool looking? Yeah. Man of white, like, and show people if we're still inclined. Home shopping network. Yeah, see how, like, as you can see, uh, like, you can see, no one else can, but, like, uh, all my collectibles are right behind me. Yeah. And I'm like, so, yeah. Your quilt that I got for Christmas. Yep. But, yeah, dude, that'll be down the road. We'll do collectible corner. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, video. Yeah. Try to so, get um, a little bit more sorted out. Yeah. Everything works with that. Cool, because well, I got you know I got a good camera on my laptop, which is what I'm running off of. Yeah, yeah I have good here. Um, but dude, as we kind of roll this episode into the station, we got to finish out what we always do with a little jam session news, Hell, music. You wouldn't think that there's the you would think that it's like anything else. It's kind of come to a you know somewhat of a screeching halt, but. You know, music's music. It's going to find its way out. Oh, well, and it's so easy to produce now. Like, a lot of yeah. these people are able to do it at home. Like, that's the whole point. Um, like, we've seen bands come out with albums and videos during this time. It's kind of, it, it's it's been the most, I'd say, the most media impact so far, or medium impact, like, more so than anything, I've seen more music and music videos targeted yeah. towards the quarantine than yeah. I'd say like TV or anything yet. Um, I guess that's kind of my biggest comment so far is like you see videos from OK Go and like K Flay and X Ambassadors that are coming out that are specifically like quarantine focused about being in quarantine. And it's it's, yeah. it's been interesting to watch. Um, more so than anything? Yeah, because uh, a lot of times, um, you know, the videos are like a Skype or, a, you know, a Zoom where exactly. you have 
you know, a multiple, you know, multiple screen, you know, watching all these guys wherever they are play, but and doing, doing fucking covers. That's no that. Yeah, that's been kind of mine and Christine's like bearing as to what day it is. Is we get every Monday now. Billy Joe from Green Day does a you know a no fun Monday cover. Yeah, and it's been you know kind of fun keeping up with them, and I very much look forward to when all those releases an album later. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he's done some really good ones. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so that's, but yeah. Uh, you know, some of the newer newer bands are still, you know, still uh, putting stuff out. I, I follow uh, several. Um, I call them girl punk bands. Yeah. That are that are putting out new stuff right now, and you yeah. know, really cool videos. Exactly, like Dog Party that, just had a new single that came out. Yeah, because uh, you know, uh, yeah, the the bomb pop, the darts. Uh, back cop, back cop, you know, all yeah. of them put out recent music and doing the, you know, doing the Zoom play. Yeah. All I, uh, all this leads to a long way of saying I eventually uh, plan on going to a bunch of concerts, either the back half of this year in 2021 for all this new music and to make up for. Yeah, <laughs> that's something that, yeah, just going to li- live music for me. I had to miss three shows this year already. Yeah. Three. And I have sell tickets to them. If I don't know, they're like, nah, we'll, we'll get to them. No refunds, though. And you're like, I could. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I need that money. That's fine. But, um, yeah, dude, I think that's good jam sesh for this week. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and we talk about it, but, you know, everything's affected, man. It, it's, There's it's, nothing you can talk about that. Is not adversely affected by. No, the best way I can say it is it's like it's naive to ignore, but it's, I guess, depressing to dwell. Yeah. Like it affects everything and we got to admit that, but we don't have to like be consumed by it. Right. Well, you got to find positive. Well, it's the whole living in fear. Exactly. Live smart, don't live fear. Exactly. And. You know, and that was kind of a mantra I used throughout my working career is that if you respect something, then you're not going to make mistakes. No. If you fear something, that's when you start making mistakes. Yeah, exactly. So you have to respect the science, you know, respect, uh, you know, what this thing is, what we know and don't know of it. Yep. And that's all you can do. Or you understand, uh, the less the fear will creep in. That's all you can do. And that's your little legacy character's COVID PSA for today. <laughs> but, dude, this has been a good time getting back together. Hell, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I, I love being on the rail. You know, yeah, it's just, cool. it was so much fun just to, you know, talk geek stuff. Yeah. I love it. You know, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anytime, jump some hoops and make it happen. Yeah, we'll only get better as we go. Yeah, smooth things out. Absolutely, but it's been a good, it's been a good comeback. Yeah, coming back strong, long yeah. episode. But all right, dude. Till next time. Go Peace. out. Oh, what? You got something? Yep. <laughs>
No, my turn. How do we we finish this? I go last, right? No, you come last. My bad. All right, now we're done for real this time. Till next time, go out and make your legacy. You characters. Mm-hmm.